Hey guys, today's episode's going to be crazy and you need to listen in. I'm going to be interviewing two brothers originally from Blaney, that's near Orange if you didn't know, um, who are now living in Melbourne. And we're going to talk about where the business was 12 months ago to now, what they're doing, the standard that they're setting for the fitness and health industry, which I love, where we're making a real impact. They're going and looking at the body from the inside out. They're talking about how everyone talks about how you have to lose weight to be healthy, but really you have to be healthy to lose weight. So this is going to be such a good listening for you guys. Uh, they're also going to touch base on a bit of gut health and why it's important to actually get your gut health right. And also where they want to be in the next 12 to 24 months and why Project Self is making such a big impact and what's so different about Project Self to every other 12-week more or less challenge. Now, this is something you need to listen into. It's going to change your perspective. Also, quickly touch base on a bit about how people say they can't change, which is, you know, a load of bullshit. So, there are events in life that lead us to this decision that we make that we can't change, and we're going to touch base on that in this episode as well. So, without further ado, enjoy. How are you guys going? Hey, Chris. We're going pretty good, man. What's happening, mate? So, before we get into it, um, who are you? What do you do? Where are you? What's your story? All right. Um, so, this is Ben talking. So, I'm a bit sick, so that's why it sounds like I'm a bit, bit husky, a bit nasally. But we're from Orange, New South Wales. or well, actually, a small town called Blaney, New South Wales, which I know you know where it is, but no one else will know where it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, we moved down to Melbourne about three years ago and I'm a physiotherapist. We are based in St Kilda and Windsor in Melbourne and we started our business Humphreys Health about 12 months ago. Yeah and I'm Josh and I look after the personal training side of the business, a little bit of the general managing and yeah we moved down together three years ago, started off the business 12 months ago, and now she's rocking and rolling. So from 12 months ago to now, how's everything been? What, what kind of growths happened? Have you had to overcome any personal career obstacles to get where you are today? Yeah, massively. Starting out in an industry brand new is always quite a difficult challenge for anyone in any industry, you know, most people do well from experience, they have credibility, whether they have old clients, you know, giving you referrals, you have a bit of a name. I guess coming into an industry where you're brand new, so a bit about me, my background is construction. So I did eight years, you know, driving bulldozers and excavators and that kind of stuff and thought, you know what, let's give, um, let's give personal training, let's give our own business a bit of a crack and starting off 12 months ago, it can be quite difficult at the start because no one knows who you are. Like who's going to, who's going to trust the, the people that have only been doing it for X amount of time you know, professionally. And the same thing was same thing with Benny. Benny was, you know, working under other people, other physios, getting mentoring, and then eventually convinced him to jump out, take a leap with, with myself and start running our own thing. So obstacles at the start is, I guess, not having, you know, quote unquote experience as a professional, you know, we've been training ourselves in the gym for the last kind of, you know, seven, eight, nine years 
and going off that to, you know, our knowledge that we've accumulated over time and then instilling that into our clients and, you know, building trust and building rapport, all these things that you need to run a successful business. Most people think it's just about having the technical knowledge, but at the end of the day, it's a, it's a people game, you know, being good with your communication, being good with other people, um, and that kind of stuff. So I guess that was probably one of the biggest challenges right at the start of the business is just getting off the ground and getting known, getting your, getting aware, brand awareness. What kind of inspired you both to take this, this leap in this field? What, what was it that made you both think, I want to, you know, help people. I want to get into the health and fitness kind of side of things. All right. Um, so this probably goes back to finishing school and then choosing to do physiotherapy and then what, what's come after that. I always wanted to do something in relation to you know, some sort of sport, which was my main passion at the time. And I thought, why not combine some sports staff with some you know, helping others and also the convenience of the course running half an hour from home. So at that time in my life, I didn't really have a strong purpose as to, to what it could be today. But um, where I'm at now, um, being a physio, you help people who are in, in pain or are injured in, in some form. And basically when people come to see me, it's always in regards to, to helping them either achieve a certain goal or, or to get rid of a chronic pain they may have had for a several sort of, for several years that may be limiting them as big as, you know, every waking moment of the day, or it's simply, I can't shoulder press properly. Can you fix my shoulder? So the inspiration, I guess, is, is more helping people achieve their like physical goals from my point of view. And then um, what comes with that is, you know, if, if they can achieve their physical goals, they can get over their physical pain, then they can then focus their attention on developing other areas of their life, like, like their mindset or their careers or whatever it may be. Because as you know, being injured sucks and it can limit you not only physically, but also mentally, job choices. But more, I think, I think Josh will be able to expand more on Humphrey Self as a, as a whole. It's more than just the physical side which I deal with most so Josh will be able to explain more on the inspiration for combining the the team to help more holistically versus just physically yeah yeah massively so I guess my journey was a little bit different um Benny Boy jumped you know out of school into uni kind of knowing have a good direction of where he wanted to go in regards to you know his career path in physiotherapy and has maintained that all the way through whereas mine was a little bit of a different story I had a very probably very selfish six, seven years coming out of, out of school where like I wasn't in this industry. I was doing my own training. Um, I just did what served purposes for myself. You know, I was earning good coin in a job. So construction's always pretty good money. And I was just kind of floating through, I guess floating through life with not much of a purpose as to helping other people, nor did I have like a clear direction where I wanted to go. And I kind of getting to the end of years of that, that career probably the six, seventh year, I started looking around at the people around me and realizing that I'd already hit my cap. I was already maxed out. I was looking at blokes, you know, 30 years older than me thinking, you know, I'm earning the same amount of money as you and neither of us are going to earn any more money where we are unless we, you know, start stepping it up into management. And one, 
one quote really smacked me between the eyes. It was by a fellow called Les Brown. He's a motivational speaker. And I was just listening to it while I was driving the excavator in the cab. And he said, you know, our life hasn't been truly lived until it's contributed to society. And that kind of just, just railed me that day. And, you know, mum's always been a nurse, um, very, you know, unselfish giving uh, back uh, career path. Dad was in the police force and dad, you know, had a few jobs along the way that, you know, weren't necessarily like care, caretaker roles, but he took on the caretaker role of our family. And I saw that he kind of gave up his freedoms for, I guess, for us. And I was like, there's just something missing in my life at the moment. I'm not really doing anything that helps anyone besides myself. So I, that brought me to the idea of, all right, what, I don't want to do this forever. What can I do? What can I make some money on? And what impact can I have on other people? And my natural progression was, well, I've been training for the last eight years. Personal training doesn't seem that hard. Uh, well, for me particularly, like I've been in the gym for so long, you know, I've, got, I've got a great understanding of the body, nutrition, training, um, sequencing. And I'm like, well, why the fuck wouldn't I give that a crack? So that's what that led to me quitting my job, starting up Pumpress Health, and then getting, then convincing Ben to, you know, you can do this on your own. Like, you don't need to be limited by the fucking people around you. You don't have to be given leads and given clients by someone else and them take a 60% cut of that. I was like, fuck all that. I said, we can do it on our own because we're, we're good enough. We have the skill, we have the ability. Um, why not, why not just have a fucking crack? Especially when you have those moments and you question yourself, they're the best moments you ever have because that's when you realize there's more. Yeah. Massively. It's, it's people sometimes think it's just, uh, it's just something that's in them forever. And I'm like, I'm like, you either have it or you don't. I'm like, fuck that. Like, I didn't once think of starting my own business for seven years. Never did it cross my mind. Like, a, in a, a totally different industry that I had experience in, I was like, all right, well, I'm good at this job. So I may as well just keep doing it and keep progressing in it because I've been doing it for so long. I literally thought I... I can't do anything else because I've been doing this for so long. I was like, I just have to be an earth mover for the next 40 years. And until one day I was like, I think I was listening to a lot of Gary Vee at the time. And he's like, he said, life's too short. You've got to start living a life for yourself, not for someone else. He goes, you know, earning a hundred thousand dollars a year unhappy is nowhere near worth earning $30,000 a year, having the fucking time of your life. Mm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and I think like, that's the biggest thing as well. Like you've, you've just basically pinpointed is that no one knows what they want to do. I was, I was the same, like for a very long time, like working in bowl shops and bars and being a laborer and doing all these weird jobs. And, you know, like I decided to come PT. I was like, Oh, cool. This will be fun. You know, hashtag yeah. I'll be a PT. But yeah. little did I know that you now have the potential to save someone's life. Like you're not a PT, you're a friend, a, like a mentor. You're literally most people's world and you take them out of a bad situation and you show them what the real world looks like when you look at the world the right way. Absolutely. Yeah, I, think I agree. You guys have got a pretty tough role, as, as you mentioned before, multifaceted psychologists in, in most times as well. You can... You know, if you can help people achieve their physical goals in that 45 minutes that you're with them or the hour that you're with them, like you've got way more of a chance to help them achieve 
goals outside of their health and fitness, which I know Josh does with a lot of his clients. And that's why we include all the mindset and delve hard into psychology because, you know, it's just health and fitness is the tip of the iceberg. Like, oh, that's absolutely. the superficialness of it. And yeah, a lot of the problems, as you know, are much more deep-seated than that. Absolutely. So you guys have been working on something I think is just amazing. It's something we need to see everywhere in the fitness industry because, you know, as we know in the fitness industry, people look so, they look forward and they're like, oh, cool, that's a, that's a good body. I just want a good body. But they don't really ever realize that the person who has the good body or has this, he, you know, he's, he's still unconsciously happy, uh, unhappy, mm-hmm. sorry. Like, you know, he still goes to the gym, he or she suffers from maybe severe anxiety or slightly depressed or whatever it may be, but you guys are working, uh, well, you've launched it. You're, you've been helping people on a little thing called uh, project self. Yeah, man. So project self is what we've just created. It's not even, it's not anything that crazy. What we've brought together a team of practitioners and it's just, it's many pieces of the jigsaw puzzle. So in the project self, let's say we've got a 12 week program where we do personal training we have a part of our team, a life coach, a naturopath, a doctor of Chinese medicine, a physiotherapist, and we're about to put on another myotherapist and um, PT. Now, the idea of this program is there's, there's many reasons why people, people are unhappy with their health and fitness. Now, you, people don't just wake up one day and they're overweight. They don't just wake up one day and they're unfit. People believe that you know, being overweight or being fat is the problem. I'm like, that's so far from the truth. It is a symptom of the problem. It's not the problem, it's a symptom of the problem, whether you're unhealthy. So it's like, all right, what's happening in this person's life? Have they gone through a breakup? Have they got too much stress? Are they, have they had trauma in their life? Realizing, and then these things cause them to emotionally eat or binge eat or not eat at all or not exercise or avoid the gym because they're not confident. People believe that their physical problem is the problem, whereas it's only a symptom of what's actually going on with that person. So I figured this out quite quickly with my training, realizing that I wasn't equipped to deal with quite a, a number of these issues, you know, with the nutrition. So, you know, very, very poor gut health. So get the gut health right. The body starts to respond really, really well. People believe that you need to lose weight to be healthy. Whereas in fact, it's the opposite. You need to be healthy to lose weight. They have reversed it. The fitness industry has reversed what is actually needed for these people to get results. So we've brought together a team of experts that are professionals in their fields. So Benny, a physio, our girls run their own business, um, doing gut health testing and these kind of things, you know, heavy metal, metal testing, getting the body back into balance. And then the icing on the cake is our seminars. Now, education is king. The idea is to get the clients to, to such a point where they could eventually go off and do it on their own or teach a friend or um, be able to be independent at some stage. So the idea is we want a lot of seminars to, to teach them and educate them on good gut health, on good mindset, on their triggers, roadblocks, anything that's slowing them down, we want to remove those barriers. So in a nutshell, that's what our, you know, our project self program is. That's perfect. Um, and for people listening in, a lot of people don't actually know about the gut, like, so can you explain to them like why it is so important to look after the gut, like in a sense, like just 
few pinpoints why people actually need to start thinking about this and going to see other health professionals that can help them. Totally. So, so if you don't get your gut health right, doesn't matter how good the food is, doesn't matter how much training you do, you won't get good, as good as results as clients that have their gut health in order. Like the best analogy for gut health is you cannot put good food on a rubbish tip. People believe that good nutrition alone will get them the results that they want. Your gut, your gut bacteria is the first thing that the food touches. And if that's all out, your body's not going to absorb the nutrients. It's going to pass it all the way through because it goes, it goes gut bacteria, lining of the intestines, and then it goes into the body. Now, if you just keep putting all this good food on a rubbish tip, you're never going to absorb any of the nutrients. So if your body's not getting nutrients, it's going to be very acidic and it's going to be very, very hard to lose weight. You get your gut health in order, this shit happens so quickly, it is ridiculous. So if you, and you can't assume, people trial and error, this food, that food, I'm gonna take this out, I'm like, fuck that, don't waste your time, don't trial and error, go get it tested, work out what's wrong, get it, um, get a gut cleanse happening, so naturopaths are really good for this, and I guarantee you will get results so much quicker than the person that tries this diet and that diet, and takes out this food because they're bloating. Go get it tested, get the bloating removed, get the bowel movement sorted out, and this stuff happens quickly. Now, 100% of my clients have never had their gut health tested before seeing us, and they're all getting amazing results. That's perfect, and it's something that needs to be touched on more um, because it's only really now that it's starting to get touched on. In the last, I don't know, two years, people are starting to talk about it. It's becoming more mainstream. Um, which it should have been mainstream a very long time ago. Um, so it's really good that you guys are actually promoting that and talking about it and educating people on it. Um, and it's so nice to hear that you've got that team together to help um, just kind of project what it is actually all about and just showing people the stepping stones that they need to actually get across the river. Yeah, absolutely. And I heard, I was listening to a podcast called The Competitive Edge, interviewing the guys from ATP. And they said, going through the gut and changing the microbiome is literally the quickest way to change your cell structure on a genetic level. That's out of any other system in the body, they said if you can change the gut health, which take, they said it takes about nine months, it's, it's the fastest way to make a real genetic, genetic change, which is pretty sick. It's crazy, hey? And it's, it's yeah. interesting because, like, you know, when people realize that they can actually change their general emotions as well, like people don't actually realize like what uh, chemicals actually produce through the, the gut as well. Yeah, massively. If, and that's the thing. If, you're, if your gut health's out, you're not getting the effect of your food, which is not then going to replenish the hormones in the body, the endorphins, the dopamine, because a lot of that comes from your food as long as, as, long as from your exercising. And if your body's not running well, you're going to feel like shit. And then eventually you're going to feel like shit is normal. And then you're just going to keep going, going, oh, well, all hope is lost. I've been trying to do this and that for the last 10 years, five years, three years, whatever it might be, and give up and go, oh, I can't get results. I'm just going to settle into that. And then, and then shit becomes the new normal. Yeah. And you see that a lot, especially, well, I've seen a lot uh, training people, you know, people who are, you know, like most of the time, like there's a lot of heavy alcoholics who are out there and they'll come in, they'll train. Um, and then they'll start, they'll have like, I don't know, three months off training, uh, off drinking, sorry. And then they'll have a drink again and they're like, 
I've never felt this way. Why do I feel like this? Yeah. They actually know they actually, they're starting to feel the difference between what feeling good is and what feeling like shit is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's really good that you guys are helping people find a real balance with their health and fitness, which is the main thing we all need in life to actually live a happy life. What's your plans for, you know, your business for the next five years? What's your mission? Um, <clears throat> so we've had a few, you know, as you know, starting your own business, you have plenty of vision and plenty of ideas and it's hard to actually keep track and keep focused on, um, on one, on one idea. Um, but our, our business coach has been fantastic in helping us, you know, get some traction towards those visions and those goals that we have. So over the next five years for Humphreys Health, like our, our motto is the new standard in health and fitness, which is um, what we're going to stand by. And we plan on getting a gym, whether that be in the next 12 to 24 months, which will basically it will house our, our, our team all under one roof. So we'll have the main offering will be the, a gym, a semi-private gym is what we're thinking, enough to house 10 to 15 in-house personal trainers whether they be trained through Humphreys Health or be contracted to us. We then plan on having six or so consultation rooms where we'll have in-house naturopath and doctor of Chinese medicine. We'll have physio, a myotherapist, and then certain rooms for, you know, the consulting and the, the life coaching and the running the seminars and that sort of thing. So we plan on doing that around, the area that we're in at the moment, because that's where we're building our community and our network. Yep. And we, we plan on implementing in-house education mentoring, whether that be from a professional development point of view. So clinically with physio personal training, also incorporating the other health professionals into it, but also looking at uh, basically, yeah, we just want to combine our team and put them in the one place because too many people are conflicted between health professionals and differing opinions. We just want everyone on the, on the same page in the same place, the same location to make it, you know, make it so easy for the client that they just turn up and there's everything there done for them. Just the convenience and the proximity is all in the one place. That, that's so perfect. And it's just something that like, even like hearing about it, I'm just like literally picturing it in my head and I can just see it going everywhere. Like, hundred percent. Like you said, no standard, um, a standard that needs to be seen everywhere. Um, so it's really cool to hear. I love it. I'd go there for sure. <laughs> um, another thing I think is really important. I really promote a morning routine. I know you guys do a morning routine. What does it look like? Yeah, totally. So starting at, Starting clients at 6am means that you have to get up even earlier to do your own, your own little biz. So for myself, I, I don't drive to work. I walk to work. So it's about a 40 minute walk for me. And I find that as I'm, as I'm, I get up, I have a shower, just get changed and then just head straight out the door. And I walk for, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes. Um, and in that time I can listen to podcasts or I might be um, usually listen to a podcast and just kind of just getting, just absorbing some sort of information in the morning as I'm going. And then I'll start my first client at six. And then 
that's pretty much me for the morning, grab a coffee on the way. But it's just some sort of information, some sort of learning on my walk rather than, you know, jumping in the car, hopping out of bed, jumping in the car, going straight to work and then sitting down at work type thing. I just like to get my body moving and I feel a little bit more awake first thing in the morning. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, I've said this to people before, it's just if you're constantly on autopilot, are you actually growing as a person? Are you actually learning what's happening with you? Do you actually remember how you got to work this morning? And that's like most of the time, no one remembers. No one even knows how they drove there. And that's crazy because like, think about that time, like more or less it's time being wasted. Absolutely. It's like uh, Joe Dispenza, he's a, a neuroscientist. He talks about that exact thing being on autopilot because when you're on autopilot, you don't remember much. There's no heightened emotion that will create lasting memories. He goes, before you know it, you blink and you wake up and it's five years later, you're still doing the same shit, getting out of bed on the same side, driving to work the same way. And you've essentially wasted, you know, months, if not years of your life because you've been on autopilot the whole time. And what would you say to people who say, I always like this, asking people this. Um, what would you say to people who say, I can't change? Oh, I think that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the thing. Most, uh, if you want to get into it, most people are addicted to what, the way they are right now. The way that they are serves them a purpose. Being, same thing, being overweight. That serves that person a, a um, purpose as well. Your body serves you a purpose, whether it be, you know, if I'm, an extreme example, if I'm overweight, I'm going to repulse men in such a way that they, you know, they don't come at me, whether it be from previous trauma that they've had or experiences with men, I'm less attractive or the circumstances that they're in, they're addicted to feeling those, those feelings, whether it be negative emotions, whether it be depression or um, self-pity, these things that people, you know, the victim mentality. Now that serves that person a, a purpose. They're able to stay within that, that zone, within that mindset and not be able to, you know, grow forward. Now, it, it is fucking hard getting out of those type of mindsets and moving forward into a direction that, you know, is unknown because your body, your brain is designed to keep you safe. It's designed to tell you, you know, you can't do that because if you do that, you're going to run the risk of X, Y, and Z. It's the biggest thing is people just aren't open to learning. Like that is, they, they don't believe they can do it. Like what's the purpose of a rehab center? Now, A, the purpose is, 28 days, get them, get them sober. But even more important is to show them that they can do it sober. They go, look, you've lasted 28 days. You can do this. You can actually go another 48. Whereas when they're on their own, they, they honestly believe they can't go any further than a couple of hours or a couple of days without getting on gear. You just have to step out, have a crack and realize that you're not going to die. Like what's the worst thing that can happen? ask myself, what is the worst thing that's going to happen if I cold call this business? They'll tell me to fuck off. I'm not going to die. Like nothing in my environment is going to kill me. So when you know, and you've done it a couple of times or put, put your toe in the water a few times, you realize that worst case scenarios never happen. Ooh. Virtually never, ever happen. We just chalk it up in our own mind. So to me, that person is just not adverse to taking risks. And I think a big thing is, um, as cliche is the reason, you know, why am I going to be, why am I changing? So whether it be, you know, a parent that needs to change to look after themselves better so they can look after their family better. I feel that if people have a burning passion 
and, and their why is, is outside themselves as in, well, I have to get, you know, fit and healthy so I can perform better at my job or perform better at what I love doing. I find if people have a motivation outside of themselves or have a, a bigger purpose in themselves, that's what can really drive change. But when you're so subjective and, and inward, inward looking and as Josh said, the, the victim mentality, you know, that what reason is there to change? Like you've got no reason to change. Yeah. It's that belief mentality at times too. Like, you know, if you don't change like your values, you, then you don't, your beliefs won't change as well. So that way you won't ever actually believe in yourself to make it happen. Mm, that's right. You've got to have that perspective on what it is that you want and how you want to live your life and, it's just, it's like, it, it's a hard ball game, but it's actually really pretty easy if, if you actually walk out the door. Yeah. That's right. I think most people are just stuck on, they're, they're stuck on a blueprint of their life that has been designed for them, meaning that they've seen their parents do something a certain way. They've seen their friends that grew up in a certain cultural group or a group that has worked a specific way. And what that does, that forms a blueprint on your life, a, a scripting, you could say. And you follow this script, your values, beliefs, ethics are shaped off this, depending on your upbringing as a child. Now, when you go on autopilot and you're just traveling through life, you run that script on automatic. Now, as soon as you start going off, off script, off that blueprint, then you start to encounter, your brain starts to go, what the fuck, what's going on? Like, we're starting to freak out. Uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable and it's designed to get you back on that strip because unless you make active decisions and active changes, nothing will ever change. The same shit equals the same shit. If you're not happy with the same result, stop doing the same thing. So people who go, I want to change in my life and don't do anything about it will never have a change in their life. They'll never lose weight. They'll never progress in their job or whatever it might be. So you just have to know that it ain't comfortable for anyone. It wasn't comfortable for us. It wasn't comfortable for Gary Vee or whoever it might be. None of it's, none of it's easy. Like it, it takes a little bit of pain, but the reward is, is there to be taken. Huge. It's <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's good because that just kind of gives people perspective on it. Like, and as it does, it for for you guys and for me, we understand that we can change. And you know, for people to hear what you've just said, it makes them think, "Oh, I can change." So you've absolutely. just given them that thought. They're like, "Oh, okay, so I can do this." It, and it does sound simple. It's just that I'm not being accountable in what I'm doing, and I need to take some action which is Absolutely. really important and, and that's the thing when in doubt just take action to start doing start outflowing start moving movement equals equals progression as soon as you stop doing something you slow down you get stuck in a rut the people that stop moving like progressing forward whether it be if you're starting a business outflow door knock send out pamphlets get on instagram cold call the more you do the more you're going to get back so it's just about starting people get trapped in Oh, what about this? What about that? I'm like, just start fucking doing something, and you'll as soon as you start moving, it starts to develop on its own. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, a lot of people believe they're not. Yeah, you look at someone, you're like, oh man, they must have been born with those skills. But like all the the top dogs say, they say, and even who we are, we were who we were 12 months ago. The skills that we have now, they they didn't come naturally to us. That took a lot of time and effort and 
into personal development, into the people around us to develop that mental toughness, that grit. And yeah, it's not, it's not easy making these changes, but I believe we've got a bigger vision to focus on that's, that's outside ourselves. And that for me is a big motivator is where we want to be in 10 years. So that means I've got to grind out. We both have to grind out day in, day out in order to get that big goal that we've got in mind for us. Absolutely. And like I said, like I said on my uh, first podcast, like when I was at school, couldn't read, like, like I said, many times like I've been labeled, I got labeled as having an intellectual disability, which I laugh at to this day. I got labeled as that. And here I am like run one business successfully. I'm about to run my second business. I've been traveled 26 countries. I've met the queen. I've done everything that every person said I'd never do. And that comes down to the, 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 you know, I was walking. I just kept walking. Even if I couldn't see, like nothing was in front of me, you just keep walking and then you'll get to where you need to be. Absolutely. That's so good, dude. That's reminds me of Les Brown. He was similar upbringing. I listened to a podcast the other day on the MF CEO project. And it's not about the, it's not about proving someone wrong. It's about proving you right. And that's, that's a whole new motivation and a whole new way to look at it is sure. It's, it's fun and it's motivating that when people say you can't do something to really prove them wrong and have that fire in the belly to prove them wrong. But if you're looking at it from the eyes of, well, they have said that, yes, but I'm going to prove me right and it's going to be challenging and it's going to be hard, but let's see how, what I've got in the tank and how much I can do because I really want to prove myself right over proving someone else wrong. Absolutely. And you, you can't, can't want other people to say you're not going to do it. Otherwise, you'll constantly rely on that. And that'll just create like another self-sabotaging habit because then you're wanting yourself to fail so someone will say something and then you just kind of spiral up and down. Yeah, it's like punch me in the face. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I want you to. <laughs> uh, um, so what advice would you have for people who are listening in who may feel stuck in life? Like what would you say to them? Um, I think you really need just to sit down with yourself, probably the pen and paper for a little bit and, and work out what do you want? Because most people just, and I did it myself. I just coasted. I literally six, seven years, just, it went like that. It was, it was over. Like I can even barely remember those times. I was literally on autopilot. It wasn't until I sat down and go right on a bit of paper. I'm like, what do I want? What do I enjoy doing? And how can I um, make some money out of it? So I'm not poor and living on the streets. Like I need to survive. And I worked backwards from there. I'm like, all right, I want to earn X amount of money. I want to have this result of my life. So what are the actionable steps for me to get there? Most people just have a goal without actionable steps. If you don't work backwards, you're never going to get there. It'll just remain a dream and a fantasy. So the biggest thing is just take some time, sit down, work out what it is and at least a couple of ways of how you can get there. Don't just tell everyone, I want to earn a million dollars. Go, all right, what is, have a little bit more um, specificity around it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, same sort of thing. <clears throat> That was a big thing for us. You need to take time out for yourself in the day and because this day and age, you know, life's, life's busy, you know, you're accessible 24 hours of the day. When do you actually sit down with yourself, go to somewhere you really enjoy, turn your phone off and actually write down what you actually want in life. Like, what do you want? Is it financial freedom? Do you want to run your own business? Do you want to 
weigh a certain amount or look a certain way. Because you can sit down and you can put goals in each area of your life, whether it's your health and fitness or your career goals or your relationships or your family. You just literally need to, as Josh said, take out the pen and paper. There's a bit of power in writing it down and then work backwards from there. Perfect. Um, and if people want to reach you on any of your platforms, wh where are you located? What platforms do you have? Um, how, what's your name? How can people get in contact with you? Sure. So to grab me on Instagram, I have at Humphreys Health Josh. We have a Facebook page, which is Humphreys Health on Facebook. And he's got his own Instagram page. Yes. Humphreys Health underscore physio, I think. And um, we've got a website as well. It's humphreyshealth.com.au. But we, we're mainly active on Instagram. That's where we're doing a lot of our uh, content production, outreach. That's where you can really get a feel for who we are and what we're about. Yeah. And you guys have some amazing, like, even in your captions, you actually get into details. You show people perspectives and educate where you here and there where you can. And that's really good. I think a lot of people get a lot of value out of looking at your uh, Instagram pages and kind of learning about different things um even like some of the stuff that you explained josh in some of your captions are really good just giving people a real perspective and getting them to question them themselves so that's really nice and i think people need to take the time it'll take like two seconds really to type in the name and look at some stuff um two seconds to change your life really because um, you both have that potential and you do that to people um but one question before we finish up here completely um, so this is a question I ask a few people. What's your perspective on um, travel and how do you think it can benefit people? Yeah, sure. Like I've only done a little bit of travel myself earlier years, a little bit of America, China and a few other places. And it's something that I'm burning to do. I think, I think everyone needs it. You need to experience a little bit of culture. I think you need to get out and see and get some perspective. Most people are just trapped in, you know, um, trapped in their cities, trapped in their towns, and they don't really have an understanding of what it is actually like out there. Like if you just looked at the world through the eyes of... Um, someone from Blaney. Yeah, someone from Blaney. Like you'd <laughs> see a very different world compared to like poverty out there. I think most people have a perspective problem, realising, you know, it's like most victim mentalities go, they've got little perspective on what it is out there and i think getting out and traveling is going to open yourself up to it probably actually change your life to be honest it would it you'd narrow you'd be able to hone in on what's actually important rather than going oh this fucking person cut me off in traffic and that ruined your day like come on like, that's fucking that's so minuscule to what you know problems are actually facing out there so i think travel will bring perspective which would actually change a lot of people's lives to be honest so i think it's something that you need to get cranking into especially before you um, before you're too old and you're nailed down with the family and stuff like that. Like it, I'm sure it's fun traveling with your family, but it's probably quite expensive as well. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, perfect. So thanks so much for coming on guys. You gave so much value then like all the stuff you were talking about. It was really nice. Um, because I know there's going to be a lot of people that are listening in and no, like it's, the world we live in, people don't get taught this. This isn't something that people get taught in school. Unless you go out and look for this information, you won't know. So it's really nice for you guys to actually project all this um, on the podcast today and just kind of teach people a bit about 
what they need to do to kind of find a slight balance in their life and where they need to go to kind of start developing themselves more. So thanks so much for coming on guys. Mate, thanks for having us. And we're, yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thank you for your time. It was, it was good chatting. Perfect. Take care guys. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening in. And I really hope you enjoyed that episode. Like I say, every single time, if you like this episode, if you like this podcast, share it with your friends and family members. There's someone out there that needs to listen in. Maybe there's something on this podcast that might even save a life. This podcast was created for you to help inspire people to make a change in their life, to learn, to grow, to be a better version of themselves and help them find a balance that they may need. Again, thanks so much for listening in. Until next time.